0: Welcome to The Champagne Way, a podcast devoted to living every day like a celebration. Welcome to The Champagne Way, episode... 77. Happy New Year. I'm Trina. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jess. All right, let's get right on into this, ladies. What is in our cup? I was gifted this bottle for Christmas from my
1: boss. Uh, It is a rosé. It's XOBC 2019. It's um, 80% Syrah and 20% Grenache. I don't know if I'm saying that right. What is from Grenache? Grenache. It's from Washington State. And I believe that, yeah, so every bottle you purchase, a portion of that goes to the Looking Out Foundation. Um, And so, yeah, it's to give music to more people. Oh, cool. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, it amplifies the impact of music by empowering those without a voice. So it's uh, kind of exciting to do, especially like if you want to give back. Uh, but it's really good since it is 80% Syrah. It, it's definitely not sweet. It's, it's uh, a very nice dry rosé. So very yummy. Definitely uh, suggest that if, you're, if you like rosés. I always love a bottle that
2: gives back. Yes. Yeah. So that's pretty Love it. cool. Well, Jess, what is in your cup this week? Um, I am drinking two drinks by accident. <laughs> sure. By accident. I know it what it happened. Yeah. I know. It's so horrible. Um, so I am drinking. Um, uh, the advent calendar that I had in December, um, I have plenty of little wines left over because it was actually a lot to drink every day. Um, so I'm drinking one of these sparkling bottles out of that in one glass. And then I decided that uh, my husband was making a gin drink and I too wanted a gin drink. Um, so he made me a um, Hendrix Saint Germain and Cucumber Gimlet
0: Ooh, that sounds delicious. That does
2: sound really good. It is. So
1: that's what I got. It's great. Trina, what about you? What you drinking?
0: I am actually still making my way through my Advent calendar box as well. Uh-huh. So <laughs> I'm drinking the the Rosé wine from, from the Oh What Fun uh, Advent calendar. I kind of got like maybe a third of the way through the box and then got caught up with like the rest of the month yep. and just... Stopped drinking all my wines from there, so <laughs> so now I've got all of these different wines that I still have to go through and finish finish drinking. So this one is a bright and lively notes of fresh strawberry and juicy watermelon, which I will say I definitely taste in this. It's uh, definitely the watermelony kind of flavor. Is um, it sweet? I bet it's sweet. It is sweeter than yeah. what I usually would drink, but as far as rosés go. I will say it's nice and refreshing. I could actually see this being easily mixed into some sort of a punch bowl type thing or using it as some sort of a mix and it would be perfect. Or if you're making like a sangria, it'd actually be really good for that.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. So I'm going fr- to freeze that one.
0: Yeah, as a, as this is the, the first one of these bottles that I've opened and I know there's two in each pack. So the other one I probably would freeze. It, it mm-hmm. would definitely be a great mixing one for like a mm-hmm. frosé. Nice, definitely, definitely. Which I mean, it's a little cold right now for froze. You know, but who cares? Just as <laughs> <never> like never too <laughs> cold. Never our, our froze like uh, aficionado over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. Well, let's get into the champagne shout outs. New year, new shout outs. Yes. So first we want to
1: shout out to the National Guard. As everyone listening knows, um, it has been a very hard time for our country, uh, specifically in the last couple of weeks with so much violence. Uh, and our National Guard Uh, They're being taken away from their families and being sent to different places around our country to try to keep us safe. Um, We have someone in our household that, uh, you know, got orders and had to leave within 12 hours. So we just want to tell You know, anyone serving in the military, thank you. Please be safe. Our thoughts and prayers go out with you. Hopefully, this is going to be just caution. Um, But we do want to thank our military for that. Um, Another champagne shout out we have is Everybody Knows Money Stacy. And she started her own new business. It's called uh, Honeybeard's. And she is doing uh, charcuterie boards and grazing boards, like very high class ones. Uh, So we're going to probably hopefully have like a little fun champagne charcuterie uh, party once all this COVID mess is lifted. And so be watching that for pictures. And if you are in Nashville and want something kind of different and fancy for a party, uh, she's definitely one uh, to call
0: yeah that sounds love awesome it. i'm and looking forward
1: inst- yeah on instagram
0: at honeybeards i love that name it's such a cute name for business too
1: so. yeah Bairds is going to be her new last name so she just incorporated that so uh and she does anything from like uh you know a very small one if you have like a date night or like a couple friends over to like a large grazing board where you have a ton of people that will just walk by and munch so there's you know, room for everybody in there.
0: Oh, see that, that with a nice champagne pairing would be perfect for Valentine's day, which if you've walked into any store anywhere recently, it's apparently already here. So (laughs) it's, it's everywhere. So (laughs) that would be a perfect thing to, to have off. You don't want to like think about your cooking and, you know, food Mm -hmm. for that. So my idea of a good Valentine's day is to order everything in anyways. (laughs) Oh yeah, for sure. Well, Thinking about the National Guard being called to duty and, you know, definitely thinking about them as they kind of, as as Lindsay already stated. um, This just reminds us a little bit of, you know, dystopian novels, all the YA dystopian novels we've read. Like our world is in a very, very odd place. And I've got to say, anyone who thinks that we should go to war clearly has not spent any time Reading some of the books that we've read. We know the warning. Mm -hmm. You know?
1: (laughs) Most of them are YA books. Mm -hmm. And we all still read them because they're good. Do not judge us. Second of all, I dare you to start a war because we're going to be prepared because we've read all those books. That
0: is correct. <laughs> I'm going to know what to do in all the scenarios.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, no matter what side of the gambit you're on, I mean, history is being made right now. And and it is going to be interesting, I, I guess, is a choice word of how this is all going to play out. Interesting, uh, but, terrifying, you know. Yeah. There's lots of words so, for it. Um, so, but the, you know, if you want to kind of get your mind off of it or relate it to what's going on in our country maybe, you know, there are some really great uh books out there that you can read. <laughs> Do you guys have any suggestions?
0: Well, I mean, obviously The Hunger Games comes to mind. If you haven't read the entire series, it's totally worth it. We're mm-hmm. not quite at Hunger Games level yet, but you know, if if if, 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 if we're on like this really Sensitive scale right now where it can tip in any direction, so you yeah. might as well just get prepared across the board. Um, so there's that, and yep. then I love the selection. Oh yes, because I I remember when I first read it, and like this is like a there's a four part series to it, right? I think. Yes. Um, but like the. I've actually even like, started it a second time, actually, when a lot of this stuff started happening. So I was like, well, I need to start preparing myself. I need to refresh on this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but- my gosh.
1: Yes. Because it, it, it is a... Dis- I, I can never say that word dystopian, dystopian <laughs> novel, but it also is kind of like The Bachelor.
0: It's one hundred percent like that. I'm pretty and sure you guys
1: I, know my obsession with The Bachelor. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm pretty sure I read or like wrote you a text when I read it the first time, and I was just like, "Yeah, this is clearly The Bachelor." Someone to, who wrote this was like a fan of that.
2: <laughs> I need to like re. So I just read the first one in that series. So and I just remember it had there was like people, girls in dresses, and it was. Well, like you know, it was, I felt like it had that very beauty pageant, they had to like compete and stuff like that. I clearly yeah. need to reread that and then go into the full series.
1: Um, yeah, yeah it's, it's a really very interesting,
2: it's really good,
1: it's really interesting. Um, and I think it's very well written. That's a great one to start with if you know want to try one. Um, again, <laughs> it's called The Selection,
0: it has some very mm-hmm. interesting takes on like politics in it. it I mean, obviously, it's not relevant to like current day but it's it has an interesting viewpoint on that and what would happen if america kind of ended
1: yeah and it's uh it's authored by kiera cass c-a-s-s um but yeah essentially like the world the, well at least the united states the government has been overthrown there's essentially a, a king and queen so we go back to the royalty phase um and that government really is the only one in control of like tv and what people get to see and what people don't get to see
0: mm-hmm.
1: so it's interesting
0: yeah um now the i see the maze runner like on our list and one of y'all i'm assuming has actually like read that i've seen like, one of the movies. (laughs) But that's it. So I don't really have a full good concept of that series. I I, I think I read the
1: first book and I've watched a couple of the movies. Uh, I mean, you know, it's essentially where these kids wake up and they're on this island and they have to run through this maze to escape, essentially. Uh, And so that, I don't want to give too much away if you haven't read it or watched it, but uh, again, a dystopian world
0: that they, that is part of. Is it mm-hmm. also televised? I feel like that's a thing apparently in a lot of these books. <laughs> I can't, I don't, I, it's
1: being recorded, but I think it's like scientists watching it. I don't think. Yeah. People are
2: watching, yeah I the think whole that's world. right. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, ready player one that one's great if you are really into like 80s culture uh-huh. right like that one was yes. so fun to read because that one just made me want to go watch and read a whole bunch of 80s yes
1: the book culture. is one million percent better than the movie yes i agree with that uh so and in, in the book actually again 80s star wars there's a lot of things that they couldn't get the rights to use in the uh in In the the movie movie. right so you're definitely going to get um a lot more out of it it's really well written the audiobook is actually uh done by will wheaton Mm -hmm. oh wow um so it's a really great one to also like listen to if you're not into reading or you drive a lot um he also reads armada which is by the same author but those two were both really good ready player one hundred percent recommend
2: it yeah and the sequel yeah. just came out um ready player two and uh and it takes place i think directly after ready player one in that same same dystopian world um and i'm actually excited it's ready for me to pick up at the library right now did not so. know that going to add that to my audio books right now <laughs> and i think that's also read by will Wheaton. yeah he awesome. he has a great voice
0: I mean, when you're listening to audiobooks, that totally makes a difference. Like, I'll oh, look yeah. up books based off of the person who's like who recorded it, who, who's speaking in them, uh, just because I like the person's voice enough that I'm like, hmm, whatever else they're probably also reading, I'll I'll listen to.
1: Yeah, especially for these books, for some reason he just has a great
2: voice. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, the Handmaid's Tale is n- next on our list, and it is not a YA book, um, and it is terrifying you might have seen the show on hulu it came out in uh 2017 uh the book is also just as scary um it takes place when a like crazy religious uh cabal sort of thing takes over the united states um and basically um they kill the president and all of congress um and put women uh like a patriarch patriarchal society and like basically put women into very um i guess sort of levels or whatever and the handmaid is someone who i guess is forced to have a child for the man it's that's very general terms um it's a great book it's also really Not something, I I just know the Hulu show is supposed to be really good. I think it's in its third or fourth season. I couldn't get past, even though I've read the book, I couldn't get past watching like the fourth episode. Um, this was in like 2017 and I was like, I can't watch this right now. Um, maybe I can watch it again in a couple of years.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, want to watch it. It's always been on my list of things to watch, but every time I went to like dive into it, I was just like, I don't know if I'm in the mental state for this right now because I've heard it's so heavy and it gets you thinking. And frankly, our world has enough shit going on that I just, every time I went to go start it, like I I, I haven't been able to. (laughs) Yeah. I just couldn't. I kind of like you
1: just I've been up to the the fourth episode and I'm like I like need to go shower. Yeah, I need to meditate. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh,
2: it is. How is the book? Is the book like that or were you able to get through? I was it? able to read the I read the book in like a day and a half. Oh wow. Okay. Um And this was now, granted, I read this book like back in like 2014, uh, different times, but the book's a lot easier to read. I think the TV show is way more in your face. Mm -hmm. Um, So like, I think episode four or five of the TV show, I think it was an episode which took place in Boston and it was showing when things were starting to happen. Like when uh, people started taking over, when they started treating women differently, um, and I, it was, like, when women, start, like, started, get, like, losing their jobs. And th- this isn't, like, giving way too much because basically women are now, they're in this totally different dystopian society. But it's just, like, when things started to melt down. And I was, like, I cannot watch this show right now. <laughs> like, yeah. it was just, um, so, yeah, the show is just really a lot more visceral and in your face. The book was a lot easier to read. Um, there's also a sequel to that one called The Testaments, which takes place 15 years after the handmaid's tale um, Mm. that came out in 2019 um i also have that one and have not read it yet but i'm curious to read it so
1: yeah okay okay so
2: there you go um, and also I put on our list station 11. Um, this one is not about anyone taking over the government, but this one is a straight up pandemic situation because don't forget that's going on. <laughs> oh yeah, the that. that was so, so 2020. That was so 2020. Um, this one is, it is a great book. Actually, it's really well written. Um, this ha- basically starts off when a pandemic, a really bad bird flu kills off a large portion of the world's population. Um, So it goes back and forth between that moment. And then I think like 15 or 20 years later, um, and this follows this traveling troupe of like musicians and like, um, actors who are still trying to make it in this post-pandemic world um and then it does center on this crazy religious prophet fanatic and this crazy religious group because you always got to have one of those of course Uh um but it it is a really it's a good book like it's really well written so station 11 um super good
0: gotcha man I'd say life as we knew it, that's it's, it's a little, it's dystopian world, but it's a little bit more of natural disaster kind of world ending moment. Um, but it interestingly enough, it kind of shows how prepared you need to be a little bit more on the pandemic side of it, where uh, if uh, the government lost control of a situation and how you reacted to it and how you would prepare for it. And so it goes through, like, different series. But what I liked about it is the – there's four books in the series, and I've actually not read the last one. But the first three – the first one kind of goes through one family's uh, point of view on this natural disaster that has occurred and has affected them globally. And uh, it's all from the perspective of this one uh, young girl. And then – The second book is the same disaster um, from the perspective of a young man who's in a different area of the world. So still in the United States, but uh, he's living in New York City and has family uh, there. And then the young girl when her story in the first one is in more like your everyday, like, not necessarily small town, but, you know, suburbia, um, smaller, quainter town, like, a few states away, you know, I think it was like Pennsylvania or something like that. Um, or Indiana. I can't remember. And so you've got like these different, the same disaster scenario, but almost like the story from two people in two different places in the world. And then the third one kind of combines and, um, and so on. I think the fourth one is like a flash forward, which um, I just never got around to reading the last one because uh, it was never on audiobook, and I never had time to actually read it. So <laughs> I need yeah. to actually go back and actually read it now because it would be—I'd cur- be curious to see how much the future version of it, if it's like, what did the world end up doing after they kind of moved past these natural disasters? Hmm. So it's just an interesting hmm. one considering the whole pandemic. If you take out the kind of civil unrest our country is currently in <laughs> and just focus on what we were focusing on six months ago, maybe <laughs> then uh, that that would be a good one to read. So the match oh. series, did e- either of you read, st- read that one before? Yeah. So I think I read
1: the first book, maybe the second um, I had just kind of had to read the description here just to double check. But yeah, I definitely have. It's uh it, It is kind of one of those romance, but also with strong feminist undertones where uh, essentially a society decides everything that you do. They decide who you love, uh, where you're going to work, when you're going to die. So there's just a lot of like, again, you cannot make your own decisions if you're a female.
0: Yeah. And actually, in general, uh, that one's kind of interesting because it kind of is... Uh, female and men. I mean, at a certain mm. age, at seventeen, they get matched to their significant other, and it's just what happens after that, and what happens if you rebel against that, and you know, it's it's that one was very very interesting because it also kind of implies like what happens when their system gets thrown off. So yeah. and then, that's by Ali Con- Condi. Condi. So that's yeah. yeah. So that's a good one. Um, so yeah, if you're uh, interested in any of those books, that you can get caught up and obviously survive whatever comes next in you know 2020 continued. So. Yeah, 2020 <laughs> I, the sequel. I, it's
2: so the
1: sequel. I, feel, <laughs> I almost feel like you know we're like okay, like let's not talk too much about 2021. Let's not put too much pressure on it. But 2020 ended. 2021 started, and it's just like. 2020 got bangs that's it's just gotten worse
0: (laughs) yes pretty much um 2021 is just 2020 in disguise but not a good one yeah (laughs) a cheap disguise Mm -hmm. um another
1: yeah go ahead sorry
0: I was gonna say I had a friend of mine who sent me a message like at the end of the year that was just like I don't want to see one more person post anything about 2021 it's going to be my year because that's what people did before 2020 and you see how that turned out so I was like okay stop saying I can't wait for the new year it's going to be great because you're cursing us all you know yeah just saying Mm -hmm. I mean Mm -hmm. we're already saying yay 2022 and we're like not even like halfway through this month (laughs)
1: yeah oh
0: there's that
1: (laughs) oh my gosh um and then another thing that made us think we were in a dystopian novel in nashville um the health department is essentially doing a covid vaccine lottery yeah Uh, it's weird (laughs) as most people know like and i think it's governed state from state but tennessee of course has vanderbilt so we've gotten an influx of uh, vaccines, and so first they did you know the front line healthcare workers and anyone over seventy five, and then it it kind of goes down from there. But I guess a lot of vaccines or several vaccines were not being used, and um, at least one of the vaccines, Moderna um, and Pfizer. I think the Pfizer one you can't keep it off of like dry ice for very long, mm-hmm. so it'll go bad. So if you don't use it, you lose it. So, essentially, what the Nashville Health Department is doing is that every day, you can enter into a lottery, and by a certain time, they will notify five people to come in, five lucky people to come in and get their vaccine. Yeah. And then it restarts the next day.
0: But they essentially, like, you sign up on this list— And they give you 30 minutes, essentially, from the time that you get the notification to go to this undisclosed location. You know the general area of it, but you don't know the actual, like, secret location until you're called. And then if you don't get on... If you don't make it, then obviously you get... You're off the list anyways. But um, you also... Like, they delete this list every single day, and you start over again. Every single day. Which... And of course, some days they won't have any extra leftovers. Some days they'll only have one vaccine. Um, it's very interesting, their whole process. But the fact that they initiated a process like this to begin with just makes me wonder how many vaccines were wasted prior mm-hmm. to this because they didn't have a good plan in place. Right. That's
2: what That's what it is. They. It's like they don't have a good plan in place. So my father-in-law who lives in a, he lives in Union City, Tennessee. So in a a much smaller place, rural area in Western Tennessee. So this is how he got his vaccine, but he didn't sign up via lottery. It's like, it was some weird kind of way through the health department. But it's like, this is before, this is a couple of weeks before, before all this happened. And it's like, they called the health department and they were like, oh yeah, there's kind of a list like this. You can do this. But they were like, you have to be there in this amount of time. But, like, w- when you call, we're going to call you and you have to go now. Like, you have to go. Yeah. And so, he had to go and he couldn't, like, he couldn't stop to go to the bathroom. And it's between him and this other guy. And he just happened to walk into the building before this other person did. Oh,
0: my gosh. And so, it's, he got the vaccine. Could you imagine if the other person was, like, one step ahead of him and just, like, was polite and held the door open for him? <laughs> he, yeah, that's
2: that's what I'm saying. He just walked in before. And, and so it's such a weird way that everything has been rolled out. I don't really understand. But so this seems even, so that was just like calling through the health department and being put on a list. This seems wacky as all get out. Like I don't, what, but why aren't all they? why aren't all the vaccines being used every day is what I don't really understand. Right. I, yeah. I, like no. even if all the healthcare workers or whoever aren't getting them, why can't they have, aren't there enough older people or whoever going down the line can't they call and make appointments to or be just, there like, go To a nursing home?
0: Yeah. You know, like, oh, I just don't understand. That right there, just go to a nursing home or like any of the buildings down in the city that have, um, you know, assisted, assisted living, assisted living, lower income, like that probably don't have good access to healthcare. Literally no. any of those things yeah, right there. Besides, like, this just,
2: this is just, this to me just seems nuts. Yeah. Like, this people are not going to get there in time. People are going to get mad. People probably are going to get in a wreck trying to hurry and get there in time. And if somebody doesn't get in time, what if nobody shows up on time? Is that vaccine going to, like, get wasted?
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess in a way, I'm glad that they've come up with some sort of a system so that things aren't being wasted. Because clearly, something was being wasted. And this was their random, like, Hail Mary to be like, okay, well, let's fix this. But... I just feel like there should have been, like, there should be some way to have, like, a standby list and every day for them to have, like, okay, you're the next five on the standby list. And if we only get three, then, then the, the four and five, you get moved to the next day. And you just keep them on standby and yeah, you go down that I, list. It just, to me, that makes way more sense and giving 24 lot, hours notice, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah. I I think about people like my my mom's age that, you know, she has health problems that put her definitely at a high-risk category, but she's not 65. So, Mm -hmm. like, in her case, but she also has no transportation to just get her across town in a 30-minute window. And she definitely lives more than 30 minutes away from this location. So, in her case, she's just going to have to keep waiting it out until they allow her doctor to give it to her but obviously she's not at as high of a risk as someone who is 65 or older that may not have the same health conditions but their their age makes them
2: you know? i don't think they're going to let doctors give these they're not yeah. going to let doctors my dad went to his regular physical appointment and his doctor was like Uh, They haven't told us anything. I don't think this is going to be a doctor thing. I think it's going to be through like the pharmacies and through the health clinics.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. But that definitely, that whole vaccine lottery, I loved when y'all, we all kind of must watch that news briefing on it like at the same time because one of you texted about it and they're like, we're living in a dystopian novel. And I was like, yeah, we are. It's so crazy. Yeah. I mean,
1: if you live in Nashville and you join the lottery... May the odds be ever in your favor.
0: Yes, yes. And if you don't understand that reference, let's go back to our list. Read the Hunger Games. Right Read the now. Hunger
2: Games. <laughs> at, at least, at least to take you out of this crazy moment and just yeah, just go go in your book nook. Yeah, and just take a break.
0: I mean, if you want to go lazy way, watch the movies. They're great, but the books are also just so much better. I oh, mean the yeah. books are always going to be better always. But um you know, lazy way about it, go go you know, watch the movies at least. Yeah. Mhm. For sure. Well, Let's, uh, let's move on to some happier, possible, possibly happier things. I don't know. Um, rolling over from 2020, our lovely life problems. <laughs> 2021, we're still working from home for a majority of us, you know, yeah. or some sort of hybrid of that. Um, and it seems like that is honestly, there's no ending in sight for that because until there's vaccinations able to get to everybody and not just through this random lottery, um, it seems a lot of companies are going to continue with this work from home scenario. And some have even moved to work from home as a permanent option because they finally (laughs) realized, one, they can trust their employees. And two, that they're getting better productivity out of them. And three, they're saving a lot of money on leasing spaces, these large office spaces that they don't necessarily need. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they need a conference room for like once a week or a place where if, if your internet goes out at home, you can come in. So these shared workspaces are becoming more popular all of a sudden. And uh, just getting rid of offices altogether or downsizing your office space to just having like conference rooms. Um, right. Right. So, anyways, I've seen a lot of advertisements for work-from-home vacations. Have y'all seen this? No. I
1: would like to know what in the heck you're talking about. Yeah, I don't get it. So,
0: I I find it to be a very interesting concept because once people started working from home, I mean, uh, working from home, I did it for several years, actually. For uh, seven of the eight years I worked for one company. I worked from home. I went into the office two days a week, sometimes just one day a week. And a few times I actually traveled away and worked from home, but from a different state. So the whole idea of a work from home vacation is essentially like that. You work from, you know, insert quotes here, home, but you work from another location That isn't your home, but a more scenic location. So Mm -hmm. there's places that are advertising like work from our hotel, work from, you know, the balcony overlooking the beach, fly to this unique destination and work from there. So that's phase one of what I'm going to talk about. Like, would you actually pay to travel somewhere to spend still 9 to 5 your big chunk of your day probably you might do alternate hours but a good chunk of your day working from a hotel room you're paying to work in a different location but if you've been in the same location in your house for like a year working that might actually sound appealing to you
2: uh i mean but do they have so like i have i still use a big desktop though because that's what has like all my adobe stuff and like i need that I even if though I have an Adobe sign in, I don't know if my little laptop can handle all that Adobe stuff that I need sometimes, like InDesign and all that stuff. And I also have I use two screens at work because I need two screens to function. Yeah, so that's gonna be a lot of people's issues with that. Uh second of all,
1: I mean we're all working well, I say we I'm not, but uh we're people are working home due to COVID. So then you're putting yourself at rest because you're traveling. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. your hotel room I mean hopefully your thought process would be like well I wouldn't stay in this room the entire time I'll get out and I will see yeah. where I'm at but then you still have to deal with the pandemic so I'm it, distracted it's a little hard
0: I think the only way that this would work out like in a way that I'd be excited to do it would be if it was something like I need to a beautiful scenery uh, and a clearly good Wi-Fi connection. Um, But like if I was able to drive to the beach, I didn't have to fly anywhere. If I was able to drive to the beach and get a condo, like several stories up with a nice big balcony that I could sit out on the balcony, listen to the beach waves and like watch it and work. I'd probably be pretty happy. Um, Of course. Yeah. I'd want to go down there and play a little bit too, but uh, you could always take your breaks and like walk on the beach and then come back up. But that keeping COVID in mind, you'd obviously want to travel safely. You'd want to make sure that the hotel reviews are saying that they are like following protocols, that they're staying very clean and safe. You know, I went and stayed in a hotel downtown during the summertime and I felt pretty good about it. They, they had had good protocols. Everyone wore masks except for in the restaurant when they were eating. You know, so that, that was actually kind of nice. But of course, that was in town. Now, there are mm-hmm. local places that are... Saying do a work from home staycation from their their res their, the hotel. Um, honestly, unless they had a really good on-site restaurant doing bringing food to your door, I, yeah. I would probably not do that. Which I did look up one hotel in town. I almost went and did a little staycation there until I realized that they had shut down like all of their room service. And I was like, well, that kind of defeats the whole purpose of me doing this staycation there. So look into the details if you do plan a little staycation. Make sure you're going to be able to get your meals delivered to you. Or, you know, if that's very important to you, you might want to get out and go to the restaurants. But make sure that, like, the area, you know, if you've masks mean a lot to you. Different states have different mask mandates. That's something to definitely look into. Different counties. Different counties even have that. So, yeah, definitely look into it. But anyways, like, so I'm, I'm with you guys on the, it wouldn't make sense to do a work from home stay, a vacation unless like all the stars aligned and it, it worked out to be a good scenario. It happened, mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't exactly just like drive to a random place to do it, especially a city that I want to like go explore. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so I am keeping all this in mind if you're not a traveler. So I saw something on the news the other day that piqued my interest because There's a new place advertising a work-from-home vacation. That's what they're calling it. But essentially, it's a uh, short-term work-from-our-place-instead-of-your-place-vacation. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's in town. It's actually, Jess will probably, she might have already heard about this. It's a place you used to work at. Uh, Is it The Sounds? Yes. Yes. The the Nashville Baseball Stadium, which is fairly new, it's it's not that old. They obviously were not able to do much there last year because of COVID. Who even knows about their season this year? Um, And they've had to cancel other events that take place there. And, of course, the stadium, if you haven't realized this before, like all sports stadiums uh, usually have an event business also. And they haven't been able to get that income coming in. They also rent out boxes and do all this kind of stuff. So they are actually advertising a work from home vacation where you can work from the sound stadium in one of the boxes. Those are nice boxes. Yeah, so it's you, there's it's a little bit pricier than just like your average work from like another space, like like a shared space area. Um, and I think that's because they do give some privacy, plus it's an experience. But if you wanted a, a view, a different view for like the week, um, they're advertising it's like $95 for a day, or it was like, I think 400 for the week, but you get like Ooh. a whole week's access to the box. But if you do the box, with uh for the whole week you can actually have up to four people in the room with you so if you and your whole family like say your husband your wife your spouse whatever if you both are working from home and your kids are also doing school from home you're already sharing the same air you're already in the same space you could actually go to the baseball stadium have one of the boxes overlook the field go walk around it while you're on breaks but you could work from the baseball field for a week and I mean, you're still doing your work. You're still doing your schoolwork, but at least it's a different space. And it's something unique. That is genius. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on something like that? And I'm curious, does that make you think of any other place that you'd, if the opportunity became available to even just go work from there, that you would do it just because Uh, it's never going to happen again? Like this is, we're in a weird scenario.
2: Well, this would probably never happen, um, especially now that hockey season has started. But if I could like go work in a box suite uh, while the Predators were like practicing or something on the ice, I would one hundred percent go do that. Mm-hmm. But how much work would you get done? I would not get any work done. But that, <laughs> that would be so fun if I could go to Bridgestone Arena and work in like one of the box suites. Well, I mean that would never happen because hockey season has officially started today. Um, but. That would be so fun to do while the Preds were like on the ice practicing. Mm-hmm. That would not happen, but th- but like I think that is like actually genius by the sounds to do because like that is way more of an experience, and I'm very an experience oriented person. Um, that is way more fun to do than just to go stay in a hotel.
0: Mm-hmm. Like that's way
2: more fun. Yeah.
0: I agree. I, I, I saw it on the news and at first I was like, Ooh, those prices are a bit inflated, like who on earth is possibly gonna do that? And then I started to think about it a little bit more and I kind of visualized that scenario of, Okay, you're at home, you're both working two different jobs, you got your kids also on computers, like getting everyone out of their space might actually be like a nice refresher. So it could actually be good to spend that money on a little work from home vacation and your vacation is just that you're changing your scenery. Uh-huh. Right. And it being a little bit pricier, it's probably not that bad considering the fact that you've all saved a lot of money possibly by not taking vacations in the last year.
2: Right. And well, and 400 for the week if it's 95 <laughs> per day, 400 for the week you're saving Hundred dollars basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you do it for five days instead of individually by the day.
0: Yeah. And getting the opportunity to bring up to four people in there is a, it, it's very different than just like paying for like one person to go work out of the space. Yeah. You know, but honestly, if you needed a vacation from the other people in your household, that also would probably be worth it for a little That's while. What I was thinking,
1: I was like, well, at least at your house, you could go in separate rooms, but
2: in that box, you're going to be all together. I don't yeah. know. Is, is Golf currently open? Like, I didn't yep. know if they are. Okay. So they're, they are open to people, but um, yeah, anybody, I would say anybody who's losing money from something and they can't have business. That's certainly an experience thing that they could look at doing.
0: For sure. Yeah. I mean, these short-term rentals on something like that, if they marketed it right, that's pretty smart, you know? But yeah, so if you have a a place in your area, you know, Google work-from-home vacation or look at your city and, and see if there's any sporting venues or any just venues in general. There's sometimes really unique businesses. Who knows if it's like a museum, a gallery, uh, just a fancy building in general, a fancy restaurant. You might be surprised that if they're looking for ways to create new income streams, they might create some sort of a work from here package. Um, there's some fancy restaurants here in Nashville that honestly, if they had, you know, space between booths and they, they did like a, a work from our booth all day, we're not going to bother, bother you. You're going to have good internet and you get to pick from a certain menu. I'd go work from there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if someone would offer that up, I'd do that. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I like, go eat the drinks coming. Yeah, I'd, you know, I'd be like <laughs> breakfast, lunch, happy hour and dinner.
0: Yes, <laughs> exactly. I'd eat all my meals there for the whole day. They'd probably actually make more money if they pre plan that out than they would if they just like had it open like regular for the day.
1: Especially if they kept paying me alcohol. That'd be way more than $99. Mm-hmm. How, yeah, would you get work done? I mean, I, mean maybe <laughs> for I would, I would get work done. Uh, the first half of the day would be like productive work. Uh, the second half of the day would not be probably uh, efficient for my job.
0: Well. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. I guess all of this uh, work from home vacations kind of depends on what are you doing? So, you know, <laughs> it's unfortunate it's for certain people who are essential workers, their job can't be modified to the work from home situation sometimes. No. I mean, we're in a whole, like I, it's, it's not to be cliche. We're in a whole new world right now. And so (laughs) I knew y'all going to do that. (laughs) Um, so, I mean, if you think about it, there are a lot of opportunities to do something different. And I would say seize those moments and try to find some happiness in them because it's, it's eventually, we are going to go back to whatever is considered normal. I mean, maybe not, it's going to be a new normal, but people will eventually be back in their offices and people will eventually not have the ability to work in sweatpants for an entire year. So, (laughs) you know, take advantage of those little things, find your opportunity to, to get out and do something. You know, I spent even, like I said, I worked from home for about eight years and I ended up going and spending a month in California when my sister had a baby. And for that entire month, I only took off two days and that was it. And that was like, actually not the day she went into labor. I worked from the hospital. Um, (laughs) It was like the two days after that. Um, Yeah. So... It it was great. I mean, I I got my work done, but I also got to go around the city, um, which you might not get to do right now because of COVID. But it was was a great opportunity to still just, like, travel, do something. All righty. Let's get into Treat of the Week. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Lindsay, you're up first. What are you treating yourself to this week? Okay. First of all, if you
1: hear, like, something – like crazy like a demolition of my house it's because my puppy is on crack
0: <laughs> okay crack so puppy. i've
1: been trying to mute it because he's very loud he just got like an energetic spurt uh-oh which is called zoomy. uh Obi, do not like that it's called zoomy. so like when your dog goes crazy like that supposedly it means they're really happy they're trying to get their energy out but he's like running back and forth so i do apologize if you hear that
2: craziness. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes cats get the zoomies after they poo. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh okay. gosh, yeah. We Don't to, we all? <laughs> yeah. Um, we used to make fun of our cat cuz it would like go running through the house like, "Whoa, I'm lighter!" <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I have become
1: obsessed with a Netflix series called The uh-huh. Bridgertons.
0: Uh-huh. Ah, yes. Have
1: you
2: read the books on that one? There's books? <laughs> yeah, girl. Oh yeah. I just Read the first one, and I got feelings about it. Okay. So, I have not read the books yet. I'm really excited about that.
1: But <laughs> I'm not finished with the first season. But uh, it's amazing. I'm obsessed. And I just heard, I don't know if this is true, I've not uh, done my investigations. But I heard it got renewed for eight more seasons.
2: Eight? Because there's like eight books. Okay. Oh, my God. Eight seasons? <laughs> or the, yeah. there's, there's like eight or 12 books. So that's why. Oh,
1: okay. wow. Totally.
0: So,
2: but that's that's
1: really never been heard of. Like, okay, we'll do another season. We'll do another season. And we'll do another three seasons. But like eight seasons, like that, that's crazy. So, uh, so yeah, if you haven't watched it, um, it's definitely a binge worthy. Put your phone down and just freaking watch it.
0: Um, yeah, I. it's on my list of things to watch because my sister has been raving about it I think she also read the books or at least some of them And so when she when the show came out, she was just like, oh my god, I gotta see it I gotta see it the <gasps> sister the one I hang out with all the time the yes yeah, in your animal crossings <laughs> Have yeah. you also been hanging out with my nephew in animal crossings because apparently He he and her have become like besties because they are all of in that
1: <laughs> No, but i've given her a lot of stuff to give to him. Okay <laughs>
0: It's so funny that they have like bonded crazily over that (laughs) ever since Christmas. You can still,
1: there was a big New Year's Eve party. You can still hang out and not worry about getting sick, Trina.
2: (laughs) Okay. I bet that's why. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Maybe I should get on that then. I I don't know because I'm bored. (laughs) Please do. Uh, I need to buy a Nintendo Switch first, apparently. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know about that. (laughs) <laughs> it's not my budget yet <laughs> uh, yeah um, well yeah so I'll eventually have to start watching this Bridgerton since uh, apparently it's like all all the rage on Netflix right now
2: yeah it's on my schedule for Saturday I just
1: like so I watched a really like amazing episode and it's like I don't want to start a new one because I'm like not ready like I feel like I'm rushing through the season and I need it to last forever and ever and ever
2: oh <laughs> okay yeah i gotta um all right i'm really excited yeah Yeah. i need
0: to watch this now um you did just remind me really quickly though because i don't think it's on any of our treat of the weeks but uh because it's probably old news by now but i feel like this has to be said for anyone out there who has netflix if you haven't watched death to 2020 or death of 2020 yet stop what you're doing go watch it right now Uh oh my god I feel like even just like the the amount of shit again that has happened just in the first month of January, like it. They need to update. They need a. They need to do a death of twenty twenty plus January, January. Plus, plus, <laughs> plus January. January. But um, January. regardless, go go watch it and definitely sit through the credits. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, so, I didn't do that, did I? Uh, I watched it twice. If you haven't, yeah, sit through <laughs> the credits because there's okay. like random things that they pop up that are like they they're they're doing voiceovers for like future episodes and the comments that they say during that whole thing are hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, anyways, Jess, what's your
2: treat of the week? <laughs> Okay, Um, mine is kind of boring, um, but I got a ginormous water bottle. I have one of those and it is
0: awesome. It's very heavy when it's full.
2: (laughs) It is so heavy. So it's a gallon, um, but it doesn't just have boring measurements. It has things that say like chug a lug and you're almost to your goal and keep going and good morning and drink (laughs) more. Mm-hmm. But, like, for water. Oh. I know. Um, because I, instead of doing New Year's resolutions and goals and stuff, I'm doing, like, intentions. Like, I intend to read more books, like, um, by women and um, people of color and things like that. And I intend to drink more water. Like, I feel like that's better instead of trying to do goals and resolutions that are easily broken. Um so I got a giant gallon water bottle um, because I think that will help me drink more water. Um, and it does because it sits there all day full and I can see how far along I am. And it, it's just better than just having like a glass of water or something like that. Like it, it really does help. So that was my that's my treat of the week. You know, being healthier by drinking more water interspersed with coffee and alcohol.
0: There you go. That's pretty cool. I have one yeah. of those bottles and then they are huge. I feel like yeah. they're, they serve a double purpose because it's also a weight that you're carrying around with you and it doesn't <laughs> really get are. lighter until you keep up with the little hour by, not hour by hour, but the hourly different markings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got that, I think, after I had Waylon. And I was like, my doctor was like, you need to drink more water. And I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. And I would, like, lug this one-gallon jug into the office with me. And people would be like, are you seriously going to drink all that?
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, Stacey
2: has one, too. And
1: she has to go to the bathroom every five
2: minutes. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's me, too. Like, I seriously will will – saw it when I took it out of the box and he was like you're gonna die of water toxicity like he really was afraid <laughs> for me um and I was like no baby I was like I'm not gonna drink like five gallons in an hour like it's fine. So, um, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna fill it with vodka. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I really that do. From that. <laughs> Yeah but I really do have to pee like every thirty minutes. Yeah.
0: So yeah. that's but those, hey, good, good for you and the intentions for the, you know, the new intentions. Year. There uh, you go. What
2: about you, Trina? What's your treat of the week?
0: So I have a very interesting and random treat of the week. Okay, um, I feel
1: like it's sexual.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Is it a new vibrator? Uh, no. <laughs> it, uh, It's it actually. So, it's, it's, it's something for several people to enjoy. Are so, you sure? It's an, are you oh. sure it's not a vibrator? It's like an orgy. Yeah. No. None of that stuff. <laughs> okay. No. Um. So, have y'all heard about AMC? One of the movie theaters has started something <gasps> new to try yeah. and help bring in revenue because no one's going to the theaters. Yeah. You know, people feel right. awkward about it and everything. Yeah. Um, what is it? So they've started doing private movie theater rentals. Oh. And they're uh-huh. doing it at a very like. A very affordable cost, surprisingly. Um, But what it is, is that you can rent the theater and depending on if you go with an older movie or a newer movie is what your cost is based on. And also location. So there's yeah. there's three AMC locations around here that's doing it. The closest one to any of us would be the one in Franklin, the the newer one that is fu- newly renovated, that has the dine-in theater option. It for me the big thing. They have the like pleather leather seat covers that uh, easier to wipe off than a cloth one. Yeah. And they work on. <laughs> They recline. The theaters are huge. They have this whole list on the th- the theater websites about like their COVID precautions. You have to wear masks throughout the entire thing. They clean in between the different private parties, but the private parties start at ninety nine dollars. Oh, and that's for one of the older movies. But like the older movies aren't they're not like way super old. Like they're good movies. Like some of them only a few years old. Some of them like twenty years old. Um, some of them family friendly classics. But yeah, so you can rent a movie and a theater and you can have up to twenty people in it spaced out. Um and I think of course it depends on uh, which theater you're in as far as like if you really would want twenty people or if you'd probably be like, Okay, I'm gonna invite ten besties and we're all gonna sit distantly and watch our movie in the same room but like in a like a a good environment, right? That's yeah. A
1: kind of idea. And you wouldn't feel bad about taking a toddler who would probably scream through half of it. No, right.
0: not at all. It's a perfect way if you're still wanting to do a birthday party for your kids or mm. even for yourself as an adult and not feel like, you're not in a safe environment. Cause there's plenty of space to spread out. You know, uh, the intentions are for people not to sit next to each other, um, yeah. but still be in a room. They can talk to each other face to face. And um, they do require masks, even while you're watching the movie, other than when you're eating or drinking, which is normal, even in restaurants, yeah. they say that and in the lobbies and stuff. But otherwise, I mean, that's a really affordable price. Yeah. I love that. So Marshall and I bought two movies and two theater days. <laughs> and we decided really? we decided uh we love each other but we've been in the house together for too long and we really want to see our friends. Huh. So <laughs> so on the last weekend of the month on Saturday and Sunday he's going to do a day where he's going to invite some of the guys out and um like watch a movie um in the afternoon at the theater, we made sure to pick the one that it does the dine-in service, so that there will oh, be someone yeah. who can bring you food and drinks um, while you're there. And then the next day, I get to go and invite my friends, and I've got a list of about eight girls that I was wanting to invite out because I still want to keep it fairly small and have us plenty of room and space, and also give a little bit of extra room so that if for some reason if someone couldn't find childcare, they could actually bring their kid if they wanted to. They wouldn't. They might not want to based on the movie I chose. Okay. <laughs> oh. <isn't that laughs> oh. I went with a good funny classic. I what? well, classic ish, you know. Uh Bridesmaids. <gasps> oh yeah. Oh, I mean yes. who doesn't love that movie? It's hilarious. We need some comic relief. Yes. Um to do a new movie, they did have new movie options, but it, it literally jumped from ninety nine dollars to two hundred and like eighty eighty five dollars, oh, I think. No. Well, are they really, yeah.
1: There's not any... sorry, my dog is now chewing a chew toy. <laughs> um,
0: are there any movies? Out recently, they're worth the damn. I mean, not that much. I mean, I wouldn't pay three hundred dollars to go see any of them. Even if you did actually rent the theater and then and charge your friends, which we're not charging our friends. We actually really thought about this as if like. Our budget as far as going out to dinner with friends, going to have happy hours with friends, even networking events for our jobs because we were in the entertainment industry. We were doing that stuff all the time. And 2020 happened. We had a newborn baby for the first few months. And we, of course, weren't going anywhere. Then pandemic hit and we didn't go anywhere. We didn't take a vacation. We didn't have our, like, entertaining budget. We didn't socialize and go out and do things. So we were like, this isn't that much of a splurge to be like, we deserve this. And we decided to treat ourselves and our friends, and we each have a day. And at first, we were like, well, maybe we should pick one together, and we'll just, like, invite some couples out. And then we were like, but then they have to worry about childcare, and no one's doing childcare. So we decided we'd split it up. We see enough of each other. I watch the baby on Saturday. He watches the baby on Sunday. And hopefully a lot of our friends who have kids can handle doing the same thing and can go out. So for his movie, they picked (laughs) Back to the Future. (gasps) <gasps> oh that's a good one. Oh, yeah. that's a great one that's a good one but I and I I almost went with that one too but when he decided that one over Jurassic Park I was like it was the newer of the Jurassic Park series but um uh, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to do something that's kind of like really funny for the girls. Uh, yeah. You know? They even have like the notebook out there, which would be perfect for people who were wanting to do something for like Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. You know, you could plan like date nights for your friends or something. <laughs> they even have a lot of kids movies out there. So again, cute. it's like if you wanted to split the cost with friends, only one person has to pay for it and order it and then collect the money from their friends. It really does end up being about the cost of a, a movie ticket per person you know. Yeah. It's it would have been less for that if you pick an older movie. You mm. know, um because like I said, an older movie, it's $99 plus tax. It was like $110. You yeah. know, it wasn't that bad and I feel like it was totally worth it. People can definitely, you know, order food, uh get snacks while they're there, but that was our treat treat of the week. So I love it. You have I time to plan it. ahead. You can put it on your calendars. I'll send you the information because oh, oh, you're invited, invited. <laughs> and your your spouses will be invited to Marshall's. So he'll send out that information to them, and that way the deal will even spell it out for everybody. Is you know so that oh. each parent can take a break and trade off the kid.
2: Yay. Okay. and well, let's and again.
0: Who, who doesn't need a break from their spouse right now? <laughs> but
2: Seriously, but Will and I were just talking about how much we miss going to a movie theater.
0: Yeah, that was it for us, too. Like, we really miss the movies. And, yes, they are open, and they're at 40% capacity. So, if you do go to the movies, you can still uh, pick a theater and pick your seats Once you get into the theater, the only thing with that is that I have read a lot of reviews from people who say you get that one asshole in the theater. Who's not going to keep their mask on during the movie Mm -hmm. and who's Mm -hmm. coughing. You're still sharing the air with that person. Um, And so that's where I've been hesitant to actually just be like, let's go to the movies. So this private movie theater idea, when we saw it, we were like, this, this is good. I feel comfortable with this. They clean between the people, the, the, sessions you get like 15-20 minutes before the movie starts to like talk to people while you're in the theater and then 20 minutes of previews that no one's probably going to care about <laughs> so you know you get a little bit of socialization happening and then you watch a movie yay so yeah. y'all are the best so we're yeah, excited I'm <laughs> um, so excited so yeah but I'll send y'all the information soon if okay. anyone else is interested in doing that like I said it's it's perfect for surprising your significant other even if you're just going to go the two of you Think about it. You know, it might seem like a lot to spend that on a movie theater, but realistically, if you haven't been spending that money to go out, like you probably well deserve. I could easily spend that much money in one night out. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. For or, sure. One night out with friends after a meal, a, a an Uber or a Lyft and drinks, you're easily at $100. So, oh, yeah. you yeah. know, we kind of just thought, this is our treat ourselves moment. Anyways, go check it out. Uh, AMC is doing it. I think there are two other theaters that are doing that, but I'm, I can't remember the names of them. Again, it's more expensive if you see a newer movie, but if you split the price with friends, it's, it could be worth it. Cool. So, and I would check to make sure that your theater is following protocols, because <laughs> yeah. that's the only bad thing I've seen is some theaters aren't as good at enforcing. So. Yeah. All righty. Let's get to Drink About It. Drink, drink About It. Drink, 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 drunk. <laughs> All right, good or bad, vent worthy or celebratory, what are we drinking about this week, ladies? Let's start with listener submissions. Oh, sorry, this dog, y'all. Seriously. <laughs> Is that what you're drinking about? <laughs> no. Hush. Okay.
1: Sorry. Puppy, puppies. All right, so we have. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's I hilarious. Keep that from him. <laughs> so, we have a listener submission. So okay, okay. So I'm going to make this anonymous cuz I just don't know if she wants her name told, but like imagine being in a pandemic. Imagine working from home every day and then also going through a divorce mm-hmm. and having children with that person okay and then feeling like okay i'm like ready to date again Mm
0: -hmm. and like
1: trying to date during a pandemic
2: Mm -mm. that's just a lot
1: right like that's like a completely like just it's a crazy time Yeah. yeah so uh one of our listeners has been you know trying the online dating i mean at this point what else can you do
0: Does that involve like Zoom dating
1: or? Well, I think, yeah, I mean, I I think a lot of it has to do with that. And then, you know, if you feel comfortable meeting up with each other or whatever, I mean, uh, teach their own. But uh, so this listener had been on a couple dates with this guy. Uh, They've been talking, they've been FaceTiming. So she has a little embarrassing story. Oh, no. (laughs) That happened. Uh, Okay, so she says, Christmas Day, after my kids went to their dad's, I went over to this guy's house. He heated up some leftover food he had from Christmas Eve get-together. We drank wine. We watched movies. We talked. I was going to stay in his guest room since it was late. When I was going to sleep, I had a headache, and I thought it was because I was tired. 45 minutes later, I woke up super nauseous and barely made it to the bathroom where I puked my guts out for 20 minutes. Oh. oh the no. toilet <laughs> the toilet clogged. Oh no. It was a mess. I oh had god. To go wake him up, tell him what was going on. He was trying to figure out what caused it, which I get migraines, so I figured that's what it was. I told him I was going home and to get some medicine. He was like, are you sure that's a good idea? He said he could draw me home, but he took a sleeping pill. So I just didn't feel like that was a good idea. So I told him, no, it's fine. Don't worry. Um, She said, I'll text you forgetting that that was the day of the Christmas bombing and all the phone lines were out. Oh, no. Um, So she ended up leaving around 1 a.m., And um, she drove all the way to her house. She got out of her car, started puking again. Oh, no. She's like, I'm sure my neighbors thought I was drunk. Oh, no. (laughs) The next day, she got a Facebook messenger call from him. He had driven to the Taco Bell to bum Wi-Fi off of them to check on her. Oh, that was so embarrassing. And not because of this, but other things. They are no longer (laughs) seeing each other
0: oh no
1: i know i know oh no oh my god yeah but uh i have a lot of dating stories about that kind of stuff but i was drunk
2: (laughs) me too i i also have i also tell some way awkward drunk dating stories that involve me and drunk and vomit at someone's house and they were not as caring so don't don't feel bad listener yeah yeah i had i had to go back to
0: class with them oh no that's true that's way that's pretty that's worse right there because you have to keep seeing them over and over again hopefully she never has to see this person again it's not someone that she knew from you know like luckily from like work or you know, social circles. <laughs> but At least she got a fun story out of it. She did. Yeah, that the, is a fun story. She figure out what caused her to get sick.
1: No, she said he never got sick. Um, I was I was waiting for food poisoning with that reheated food. Uh, uh, yeah, he that's never what I was got wondering. sick. Um, you know, she thinks maybe it was just from her migraines. I don't know. Maybe he refeed her, and she don't want to believe it. I'm not sure.
0: I don't know. That's if. Uh, But hey, my first
1: question was like, why would you sleep in an extra bedroom? Like you can sleep (laughs) in a bed with him and not have sex. Like that's legal. That's legal. That is legal. That is legal. (laughs) That's that's also legal. That's
0: That's also also legal. legal. (laughs) I can see after coming out of a marriage, though, like feeling awkward about it, especially if it's like the first time you're having a a night out like that. Um, So it's Christmas Day. It's weird. Yeah. There's a whole sentimentality to that.
1: Yeah, you cannot trust men when you sleep with them and don't have sex with them.
0: Mm, yeah, true.
1: I have a story. Do you want to hear my story? Uh, yeah, yeah. Nice. So yeah. I was dating this guy, and we not been dating for very long, so I was not comfortable doing the hokey pokey with him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, that's what the kids call it these days. And so I uh, slept in his bed, but like no hanky panky, nothing. And I woke up to something wet coming all over my back. He had like jacked off onto my back and there was this all this wet stuff.
0: Ugh. That's just gross. So maybe that's why she didn't sleep in the same bed with him. Yeah, horror stories like that would definitely keep someone away from doing that. <laughs> just like, uh I did not yeah. see
1: him after that. Yeah, that's a that, good thing.
0: That that sounds like a really good decision. Yeah, that was a good good life choice. Good life choice right there, Lindsay. Good life choice. Good life choice. Bravo. Wow. All right. What about you guys? Do you have any drink about it? Um, Well, mine's going to sound really, really like first world problem after that. Like not even, but it's a good and bad thing. Uh, We have been doing like a new year kind of good intentions. We're going to be healthy kind of thing. Kickstarting because of course we ate like, you know, just, Not junk over the holidays, but we just ate a lot and we were busy with getting stuff together for the holidays that we really just didn't exercise a lot. And so we decided we want to start the new year and not uh, be feeling so bloated. And so we've been doing like 10 days straight of like these green smoothies for like every meal. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And uh, I mean, we're on like, actually on day 11, because we did cheat in the middle of it and it had, had had something. And they were like, we, were, we went into it with the best of intentions. We were like, okay, yeah, we're going to do this. Our green smoothies are fairly simple, which is probably makes them even better for us because we don't ever add dairy to them. These are the same ones we've always drank. We do, you know, kale and spinach, uh, a mixed fruit, all frozen blend, um, and... Uh, water, lemon juice or lime juice, and turmeric powder. That's it. Like, don't add any kind of grains. Don't add any kind of gra- like yogurts or creams or protein powders or any of that stuff. And so, it's a very, very green smoothie. So, like, for every meal, for every meal. Uh, and the idea of it is be, like, it's a kind of like a body reset for like 10 days. Um, so you're, you're detoxing, uh, we're detoxing basically. And I mean, and it has made us feel good because my other intention was to start getting up earlier in the morning, trying to have some free time, adult time before the baby wakes up. So like time to get my uh, stuff together for the day, time to go work out and stretch, maybe get some reading in, um, mm-hmm. and do things like that, that I'm not getting, finding the time to do, um, Throughout the day, because usually when the baby naps or something, I'm like, Oh no, I should go clean or I should go do something. And so I don't actually do anything for me. So that was like, I'm going to start getting up early in the morning. We're going to do that. Well, ever since I started drinking these smoothies, content continuously, like going to bed at a decent time, getting up early and at a decent time and feeling great. Surprisingly, um, we didn't not, we didn't get rid of coffee, which was cause I mean, mm-hmm. we're realistic. We have a one year old, like we're not getting rid of coffee. Um, And we also were realistic where it was like, okay, if we get really hungry because we don't want to get hunger pains and and break diet, um, we would like have a spoonful of peanut butter or like have an egg cooked or something like that just to give us something. Um, And we've actually done pretty good. Like literally on day 11, we did break down in the middle of it and have like pizza, (laughs) which is like the worst thing you could possibly eat in the middle of like a 10 day cleanse, uh, which is why we're on day 11 because we were like, we have to make up for that. (laughs) Um, But I've lost also uh, eight pounds. Wow. So oh, there's Giddy that. Girl. So I'm, uh, I'm okay with it. Um, and we've decided that we're going to continue doing it because we've already noticed like we actually didn't get, uh, since it's not like juicing, not like a juice cleanse. We still get the fibers and stuff. We actually were feeling quite full from it. So we're going to keep up with the three smoothies a day, but slowly like bring back, like eating like low carb meals and, um, kind of see how that goes. It adding in more proteins and stuff. Cause I'm not going full vegetarian by any means. Um, right. But I found, like, I'm not really that hungry. It's uh, I, I can have, like, eggs, and then the rest of the day, I'm like, oh, I'm actually good with, like, smoothie. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how that continues. But I'm enjoying the fact that I, like, am waking up with plenty of energy. But also, nice. every food commercial out there makes me want to kill somebody. So, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm <laughs> sure. Yeah. I am sure. So, that's the good and the bad of it. Smooth day- smoothies all day, every day. Um, what about y'all? um oh well i have this is
2: i have a co-worker who is leaving um which is like great for him i'm super happy he's found another position it sounds great for him he's getting a lot of great benefits super um it sucks for me uh <laughs> because like he we talk on the phone You know, we're both working from home. We talk on the phone every day, multiple times a day. Uh, like the biggest account at work, we like are basically team it. So, you know, he does the design on it, I do the copywriting, and then we basically are account exec co account executives on it, and we bounce different concepts off of each other. Um, basically, we and we every other account we have we're like team players on it so it's really and he's gonna stay on for like five hours a week on his off time from his other job um so I'm not totally gonna lose him he's gonna still do some design stuff and I can still talk to him and he's gonna do some other stuff but like it's yeah, it's going to make my job a lot harder, but it's just going to suck that I can't just, like, pick up the phone and talk to him about something or pick up the phone and, like, bitch to him about some other stuff. Um, I feel like I really relied on him for, you know, a lot of stuff, especially ever since we moved to to at home. And we've been at home since September 20, 2019, maybe. Yes.
0: Yes, 2019.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I've been at home for like longer since before the pandemic hit. Um, and I've talked to him multiple. And so it's just going to be hard that he's not going to be just a phone call away anymore during my workday. Um, it's just going to mess with my routine. And I know I'm sure I'll transition into something else, but uh, it's just going to be a lot different. Um, and I it has kind of spurred me on to look for a different job, which is a little bit difficult during the pandemic um but anyway so I'm happy for him but I'm also so I'm drinking for him that yay new job but I'm also drinking for myself because boo
0: yeah so that's that that yeah. sucks yeah <clears throat> especially like do you even know if your boss will fill his position oh
2: it's it'll be a disaster
0: yeah because it's I don't
2: are like I said the that what we work The client that we work with together, it's really just me and him, like, that work it. And I really don't want my boss to get involved because I I don't think it will go well. So, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, just sometimes we just, how we work together we really benefits the client. And I don't really want that to change.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, that's disappointing, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Nice for them for the new job, but yeah, no, it's great for him. It still has a lot of new benefits,
2: but I just, like I said, it just puts that onus on me. Like, I'm really like, okay, this is really going to spur me to find something else because it just changes. I'm like, this is changing my daily routine and I don't like it. So, yeah. Anyway, what about, what about
0: you, Lindsay? um well wait Lindsay, we can't hear you <laughs> how much have you drank you have to unmute yourself
1: <laughs> sorry my dog keeps making noises so i try to mute it if i'm not talking and then i was looking at our our, our agenda uh so uh i've got a couple uh drink about it. It's the first one is the nashville christmas day bombing Um, if you don't live in Nashville, I don't know if you've heard, but there was this crazy guy and he essentially set off a bomb downtown Nashville on second Avenue, which I happen to work on second Avenue and, uh, the FBI has still not released our office and, um, we're having to work from satellite offices. And I was told today that the walls, um, around my office are not structurally sound. So I have to go pack up my office so they can rebuild those oh no yes I don't know when that's gonna be Um, but um, I mean it's a workspace there are a lot of people who actually live on second avenue who are missing you know their home so I mean it's for me it's just a couple diplomas and stuff like for them it's a lot worse so uh, you know think about you know, that and donating to 615 or anything dealing with Second Avenue in Nashville. The other ones are some positives. The first is The Bachelor is back on. <laughs> oh. We are two episodes in.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, it's the first black bachelor in history. So that's exciting. He's actually mixed. He's got like a 20-pack ab. Um, <laughs> The, and it, it, so far, it's been you know really good. Uh, <laughs> God, this crazy noises, uh, but like one girl came in the first night uh, and she said, like, "This has really gotten me through quarantine. I want to give it to you." It was a dildo, and then she used like that dildo the whole night to like pat on the shoulder. Oh, that's um, weird. It's
0: really
1: yeah, weird. there's one woman who refers to herself as Queen Elizabeth and she wears a crown.
0: Mm.
2: Which so. Queen Elizabeth?
1: I don't know, but hopefully the one that does, because she's very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, but that's, you know, it's just a a good thing to watch just to kind of get your mind off things if you need a break from life. Everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I just want to shout out to all of my friends like i've had a really tough go with it everyone knows my grandmother passed away a couple months ago well the day after christmas my grandfather who was the only father figure ever had passed from covid um and uh there's been some other life situations that i've just been kind of dealing with and i just want to thank all of my friends uh for you know being my friend and and making sure i'm okay and just checking up on me and i just really appreciate you guys and uh thank you guys for for that
0: i was gonna say uh, bringing up the whole christmas day palming thing i feel like we i probably should have started the episode a little bit differently where it's just like <laughs> hey we're back it's the new year <laughs> <laughs> also, Nashville blew up on uh, Christmas. Our president ha incited a war and um and so we're in 2021. <laughs> yeah. Like this is it, it really oh man. I, like we said 2020 got banks. Yeah. 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 By uh, the way. I mean, the bombing I guess is just definitely like happened in still in 2020 of course since it was on like Christmas, but that shocked So many people. I feel like it's funny now because of everything else going on. It's like old news.
1: Uh, it feels it, like so long ago. It
0: really does. It was like three weeks ago. And just like you mentioning it, I was just almost like, oh, God, how did we yeah, me not mention yeah. that? I, I was like, oh, like, yeah, yeah, that happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Huge bomb goes off. I mean, I still see little things pop up in the news about it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. It's like, are they still reporting on that? Like, there's just been so much other stuff. I'm having yeah. flashbacks to last year in January where so much happened in a one-month period that we preemptively said the world was a dumpster fire. We're so... <laughs> So like I hope that doesn't happen this year because we're, no. that dumpster fire stayed lit through the rest of 2020 uh, fully blew up and you know now the entire like dump is on fire like the whole yeah. dump, the dump yeah. <laughs> and it's still burning to this day <laughs> the dump yeah so, mm-hmm. um, yeah. so yeah. we're all going to drink about that everyone should raise their glass and just have a good old chug for that
1: (laughs) yeah for sure
0: alright well that is the end of our episode 77 happy new year to everybody stay tuned we've got some good episodes coming up this year we're really excited about coming up on our third year anniversary so we still got to figure out how we're going to celebrate that amid a still going on pandemic Mm -hmm. so stay tuned for that that will be coming up in the beginning of february so two episodes from now cheers 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 so check out our website at The
2: Champagne Way to submit your champagne shoutouts and drink about it and join our Champagners group on Facebook and follow us online at The Champagne Way. Thanks to our podcast
1: network and the producers at Second Sound. Please be sure to like and subscribe to The Champagne Way on whichever streaming platform you use. This has been a Second Sound production. Thanks for listening. Cheers.